0: Hey everybody, my name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored.
1: And I wasn't bad So, um, you sent a message this week about basically life-draining hot dogs. Yes. Would you like to give
0: some info on that? I saw an article that was very specific, and it said that for every one hot dog a healthy person eats, that hot dog effectively removes 36 minutes of your life on average.
1: Now, how's that possible? Because people like Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut would basically be dead already then.
0: Uh, I I, I don't know. Uh, Apparently, there's just so much bad shit in a hot dog, that uh, it takes other things to undo that. And let's be real. You know damn well Joey Chestnut goes home and pukes it up immediately after he's done with the interview on the the Coney Island uh, contest. Probably,
1: but not just that one particular one, right? He obviously does training and things like that as well. So, um, look, we we all know that hot dog is not the, they're not made out of fucking filet mignon, right? We know that. Oh, yeah, it's the bad Um, ones. Follette Um, We know that, right? So, yes, it's a lot of the shit of a hot dog. But, you know, Italians have a version of that. Uh, the people from Scotland have a version of that. Haggis? Um, yeah, Haggis from Scotland. Nulia, it's called in Italian. So everybody has some version of the hot dog, which is all the shit left over. Right. So, why is it? I don't understand why it's that bad that it takes off 36 minutes of your life. Like, well, that
0: seems extreme. I'm not a doctor, so I can't answer that question. I just thought it was fucking hysterical that somebody spent time analyzing troves and troves of data to arrive at a very specific number, 36 minutes. Like yes. how how did what what was the analysis? What kind of regression analysis did you need to do in order to arrive at 36 minutes? Like they didn't, they weren't, the article wasn't very good at like, you know, quoting like the source of all the data and, but how they, how they tabulated it. They kind of talked a little bit about it, but it was just, just weird. Like 36 minutes like that. That's just fucking, that's oddly specific. Was the source of the data Chick-fil-A or maybe
1: McDonald's?
0: (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Like the (laughs) Chick-fil-A slogan, eat more chicken to the cows, right? Exactly. I don't know.
1: So, yeah, so that that was interesting to me because, look, we all know there's a lot of food that's not healthy for you and not good for you. But I don't know of any other food, maybe I'm wrong here, that actually has a fucking clock attached to it, right? Like something like that where you eat one of them, you're giving up 36 minutes of your life.
0: I want to know. So now I want to know everything. Like, all right, ice cream. Like, ice cream's not good for you. So how much of my life am I losing? And I want to compare the two. Like, Because if, if, if it comes back, like ice cream's like 42 minutes and hot dogs. A- anytime fucking hot dog's on the menu, I'm like, no, I want ice cream. I'll take the extra six minutes, please. <laughs> That's a <laughs> or, good Or should approach. I say the, the six fewer minutes of my life. So you'll work through all the
1: different food and you'll end up at fucking lettuce. So why don't you just start there?
0: <laughs> if you're looking for the healthier but option. How different would you look at food if you knew how much it reduced your lifespan? Have you have you looked at me? Not much different. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm thinking it might have that life-changing kind of like, you know, oh, oh man, that can't those skittles look really good. What 52 minutes fuck that. Well, or is it the other way that oh my god,
1: these things must be so fucking good? If they're willing, people are willing to give up 52 minutes of their life. Yeah.
0: yeah maybe. Yeah.
1: So you used to have a weekly poker game, right? Which yes. kind uh, of.
0: It wasn't weekly. It was like monthly. Monthly. Okay. It was a lot to put on. So monthly yes. was enough. And because
1: you always hosted it, correct? Correct.
0: So we. I also we taught used... everybody that played in it how to play poker. Like, well, I that's literally. That's one of the things. I started the game because I wanted to play. Like, when when I moved, when I left New York, I lost our regular poker game, Mm -hmm. right? So when I came out here and I started playing Hold'em pretty heavily and started doing a lot of the big tournaments, um, I wanted to practice. So I'm like, I need to get a game going so that I can practice at home without having to go to the casino to practice before I spend X amount of dollars on the World Series of Poker. right? So, um, but nobody knew how to play, but people were like, oh, I would love to learn. So I went and got a a handful of friends and taught them. And then we started playing like monthly tournaments and then their wives came and their wives would hang out. And then after a couple of weeks or a couple of months of doing it, their wives would play and they started getting good. And before you know it, we had like 25 to 30 people that were solid Hold'em players. And we just did monthly tournaments and we we made it kind of fun. We kept points like, you know, every tournament you won, you got X amount of points. And then, you know, if you finished higher in the standings, you got points. And then at the end of the year, we took like, I don't know, 10% of, of the pot like every every month. And at the end of the year, I threw all that money into one big free roll tournament where, you know, the top 10 people with the most points throughout the year could play for all that free money. Nice. It was it was pretty epic.
1: So you, you were doing this a, a little bit older. So what made the game end?
0: Like, so why don't you play anymore? I got bored and I was the only one hosting. So, um, and I was playing in like the, the weekly local casino tournaments and then going to Vegas two, three times a year to play in some of the bigger tournaments. And it became a job. Oh, you know what really fucking lost it for me. I quit my job cause I had a dick of a boss and I've never quit a job like this before. I quit my job and I just couldn't take it anymore. And I started playing full time to try and pay bills. And I did that for shit, probably three to six months playing poker while I was starting my own like consulting business. So I would make a little bit of money doing consulting, but then I would just go to the casino and I would go make way more money playing poker. So then all of a sudden it became a job Yeah, and it took, it sucked the fun out of the game. Yeah,
1: and then to, I guess, play with those other people might have felt like a little bit of putting training wheels on, right?
0: No, um, they got quite good. I mean, the, the one thing about poker is you, well, except for maybe some of your cousins who just still suck today, but mm-hmm. typically when you play with people that are better than you, you get better over time because okay. you learn their habits, you learn things that they do, you notice things that they do, and you go, wow, I should try that in my game if you're, if you're observant. Most people... I guess aren't so they don't improve but you know if you pay attention it's not too difficult to get better at poker not only that if you're playing poker all the time most of the things that make it difficult like the math become just mundane like you don't even think about it like i know well, I can you tell mean you the statistics, the it, statistics mean part. the statistics part of it yeah you, you know you know if uh you know flop has a certain texture to it and i've got two cards i've i pretty much know what the odds are of hitting my hand. So I know how much I need to bet in order to make it a profitable play. So stuff like that. And I just read books and books and books on poker. So I didn't just come up with that shit. I just, I basically indulged myself in like a six month poker school by buying every poker book I could get my hands on and studying all the math.
1: Right. So for us, the New York game or the New York Connecticut game fell apart because we started and we were a lot younger than people kind of Grew up, got married, had kids, and that's why I fell apart. Yeah. And we've tried many, many times to get a poker game together. Um, You know, during the beginning of the pandemic, we actually were able, because people couldn't do a fucking thing, yeah. we actually were able to play some online, and we did that, that for about fun. three months or so, and then things started opening up, and again, it became difficult to get people. So um, right. I've been chasing, what is it, the tail of the dragon, I think the saying is, when you're on drugs. I've been chasing that, trying to get a game together for the longest time. So I had a friend, uh, Smurf, about two weeks ago said to me, hey, I have a monthly game where a lot of us are pretty newbies to it. Would you be interested? He's like, it's fine. I'm like, I'm in. And he's like, I, I didn't even tell you what we're playing or how much. I'm like, I don't well, care, night. man. Yeah. I'm like, it's a fucking night out. It's, you know, get to play some cards. I'm like, I don't know what you guys play for, but... You know, most home games you are risking between twenty and sixty ish dollars. You know, right. if you have a horrendous night, you might lose a hundred. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "We only actually play one game, one hold'em game a night, unless it happens to end really quickly." He's like, "And we play for about twenty bucks." So I'm like, "Yeah, that's fucking perfect. It gets me out." So I played in a poker game last Friday night. A um, guapo came with me as well, and so it was just great to be able to play it again. So they only do it every once a month, but the fact of the matter is this has kind of rekindled my spirit mm-hmm. in poker and trying to get these games together. So I'm going to try with the pandemic poker, as we'll call it again, see if we can get some people. It also has made me want to redesign my basement to be able to fit a poker table in it. So nice. I'm going to be doing that over the next few days.
0: Nice. If so, if yeah. Here's the thing. If, if you put the effort into it, people will show up. Right. The question becomes how long before you get resentful that you're putting all the effort in? And, mm-hmm. you know, that's because that, that will happen at some point. You'll be like, you fuckers, like, I have to clean up after you. Like, I have to buy all the, the snacks and the beers and shit like that. Wait, are you gets... talking about my wife or poker? <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And we always had, we came a problem where we couldn't get the fifth person. So, look, even just five for if like you want to play various poker games if you don't want to play hold'em that's not a lot of people and it's bare minimum And if somebody gets knocked out quickly it's like a fuck Mm -hmm. so it's just been a struggle to even get that but i'm hoping with his friends that he has they're all like um all their kids hang out together and that's how these dads kind of met and hopefully i can bring some to the table and hopefully we can get some sort of semblance of a monthly game which would be great so
0: are you going to do the online um poker thing as well or just just in person
1: uh, I'm gonna try the online one for our group that plays okay. normally. Yeah. For this group, there was a lot of people with training wheels, right? So they either aren't very aggressive or don't really, you know, know the odds. Or as an example, there was one pot that was like up to like 450 bucks or something. Let's say, right? And you're not playing real money; you're playing twenty dollar buying, and it gets you with take ten thousand dollars worth of chips. And it was 450, 500 bucks, and one guy bet ten bucks. The other guy folded, and that was the last bet of the game. So, like, he wasn't even conscious enough to say, "Well, it's only going to cost me ten fucking bucks." It was just the two of them
0: yeah, those to try really to
1: cool win this money. Odds. So it's things like that. Like they don't even know pot odds and and forget about the
0: statistics behind things and and things like that. Then there were other times where there's you know, there's Ping. no bet that gives me forty five to one pot odds that I would there was there's no hand that I would lay down there, not right. a single one. <laughs>
1: So exactly. So it's things like that, that they just don't know, but they'll learn over time. And, and one of the guys definitely knew what he was doing and he was like, he was monitoring people. Like I was intentionally, cause I, I was new, I was intentionally not betting like kind of quote unquote how I normally would. And I would like try to sucker people in on things and slow play hands that I might've bet more because one, the people are just going to drop. But then, two, this guy was trying to get a read on me. And he even said it a couple times. Like, oh, now I know how you play. Now I know how you play. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And that's why you will he was the first one knocked out, ironically. (laughs)
0: When people say that, they're trying to get a read on you. Yeah. Once I figure somebody out, I ain't telling a fucking soul. Yeah, (laughs) Including him. And then another hand, so talk about the guy trying to get a read. Another Uh hand,
1: player was like, I don't know if I should go in. I don't know if I should go in. I'm like, look, here's what I have. And I actually just showed him. And he was like, oh, all right, I'm gonna call you." And he couldn't beat me. Oh shit! I'm like, "Well, what the fuck just happened?" And the, and everybody was like, "Um, what was that?" And he was yeah. like, oh. "He was like, I thought I was gonna go in. He showed me. I stayed in. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, I want so, I want in that action. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're speaking right. of poker, the World Series of Poker. Um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan and playing it as often as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, last year they only did it online because of the pandemic. And, uh, that's actually not a hundred percent true because I think they did do some high roller version of it at the end of the year when things started to get a little bit looser with the, the, with the pandemic restrictions in Vegas. But, um, I wasn't, wasn't about to go drop any meaningful amount of money at that point in time in poker. And um, so this year, there, uh, there everything's back on, and it starts October, September 30th, October 1st. So I'm actually, uh, the wife and I booked a trip out to Vegas for that weekend, and we're going to play in some of the the earlier um, tournaments. Right. So, so pretty,
1: you play. You don't necessarily that. buy a ticket for the ten thousand dollar one. You play some of the other ones to hopefully kind of parlay it into getting. Yeah, some Yeah. Sort of the
0: only time I've played the main event is when I've won a seat. Um, I don't make nearly enough money to drop ten grand on uh, what could be a five minute, you know, poker game. If uh, if if you get unlucky, I've seen mm-hmm. guys go out on the first hand with pocket aces, and it's uh, it's pretty tragic. Yeah. No, I typically um, usually what I do is I play online all year long, and then take the winnings from that and use that for buy-ins. Um, as I've gotten older, um, I start to play into a lot higher stakes. Um, Games, particularly at the local casino. So I take the winnings from that and then I just kind of save it up. And like I have, let's just like a, like a, basically a little safe that has all my dough in it. And that's my Vegas fund. So then I take it all at the end of the year and I go blow it at the uh, World Series of Poker. Nice. Well, good luck. Thank you. I'm going to need it.
1: Um, Recently, you mentioned, I think on the show, could have mentioned it to me outside of the show, but I think you mentioned on the show that you went to your doctor. And your doctor's like, oh, you're still you know a few years away from when we have to do the old finger in the ass, check the prostate, right? She how told the fuck you 50. do we
0: get from poker to getting poked in the ass. Oh, I um, see.
1: That's yeah, it's a pretty poke. It's a pretty straight <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right, you 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 mentioned that to me, right? Your doctor told you you don't have to get it till fifty.
0: Yeah, he he said fifty. Right. Well, not so, only that, if if you're so it depends. So there's there's prostate, right? And then there's um, uh, cool. colon. Right, so what they have now is that thing called Coligar or something like that, where yeah, we you basically about that, where you shit the box. Well, you use a dip dipstick and you stick it in the shit, and then you put it in a tube, and then you you send it off to a lab, right? So apparently that's effective enough that you no longer need to go for the colonoscopy, which I've never been through one, but you know they knock you out and it's a whole big deal, right? So I don't yeah. think they have the similar thing for prostate cancer. Once once they check your blood and your PSA levels are up, um, I think they just they're just like bend over fucker.
1: Yeah. So I actually had a colonoscopy when I was forty. One of the things that concerned me a little bit was when I woke up, it, it didn't feel like I had had it. So
0: I'm like, I wonder if there's any other times that doctors maybe rummaged around in my luggage a little bit if you would or maybe your asshole is just so wide open from getting rammed all the time at the casino
1: maybe he, he was arm deep so that's
0: possible. so now we're
1: all up in my ass literally no to go back to him so my doctor while i was at my doctor's this week for my annual visit as partners in my firm we have to have an annual visit and we actually have to provide to the firm that you had your annual visit because they take out like $5 million insurance policies on us and cover yeah. all these other things just in case, because if you were to does die tomorrow, a, does
0: the firm get that?
1: Uh, they have one for me and one the firm gets coverage for as yeah. well. Um, look, I'm absolutely worth more dead than alive at this point. I got <laughs> you know, a couple million insurance policy on my own. I got the one from the firm. You also get um, on top of that, your one and a half times your salary, something like that. So I'm, well, if I'm, if I'm gone tomorrow, I want you to play this to the police. Because <laughs> my wife listened. She did the math and she was like, fuck it. He's gone. So when I was bent over my doctor's table for the ninth year in a row, all I could think about was motherfucking David doesn't get this at all. And I'm on my ninth in a row.
0: you sure maybe he just doesn't think you're cute.
1: It's a she, so I'd be okay with that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I, I've talked about that before. It's actually extremely awkward where I actually am like, it's one of those things where it's like, if I say to you, Dave, don't think of an alligator. What do you think of an alligator, right? <laughs> it's the first thing that comes to fucking mind. Right. So it's the same thing with like the doctor where I'm like, you can't get aroused while she's rummaging down there for stuff. <laughs> and like, I, I just, the whole time I'm like, you don't, don't, just don't think about it. Because she is like, you know, she's making you cough and she's checking for hernias and, I mean, not when she's in my ass. I could do without that, to be honest. But it's just,
0: it's weird. It's Oof, weird. There's just yeah. so many good lines that came to me right now. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> right. None of them are safe for family. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna move from my doctor visits to my son's
1: doctor visit. We go to the doctor the other day. For my son's annual, just before school starts, he needs to get all the, make sure he has all the current shots, make sure he um, gets all the things he needs to be able to go to school because you got to give him the notification. So while we're there in passing, my son is now five foot four, maybe five five, taller than my wife. And while we're there, I'm like, hey, doc, I just got a question. I said, I know that there's a way to do it. I'm like, can you tell me how tall you think my son will be? So he's like, no, yeah, there is a way. He's like, hold on, let me go. So he, he goes, how tall are you? I go six feet. He goes, how tall is your wife? I go five four. He goes, all right, let me let me go out. He leaves. He comes back, and he's like, he's going to be about five eight, five nine. I'm like, oh, uh, what what said that? He goes, well, you know, it's it's scientific. It takes a lot of different factors. I'm like, doc, it it feels a lot like you just took the two numbers and divided by two. <laughs> and he's like, no, well, that plays into it, but that's not exactly it. So. Like, I'm arguing with him. I'm like, that, that's not fucking science. That's math that you're doing right now. I'm like, that <laughs> makes way, no math sense. Is scientific? Yeah, but I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, because he couldn't back it up with what factors into it. He was just like, well, we took your two heights and that plays into it a lot.
0: Supposedly, um, and I, I've yet to see this be wrong. Supposedly, the most accurate way to determine how tall your child is going to be is to take their height at two years old and double it okay and uh and that's supposedly one of the most accurate ways uh and and my son's almost hit his uh he's six he's six foot now, just under six foot now and uh at when he was two, the doctor said he's gonna be about six two so and he's seventeen so he's still got another year of growth left
1: yeah he could i mean he could literally go for another three or four years
0: yeah yeah so who knows um but that supposedly is one of the more accurate ways to do it you just need to know what their height was on their second birthday or at least i'm gonna look
1: that up because we weigh and measure the kids every six months on their birthday and six months later so we keep yeah we keep an excel knowing you yeah i was gonna say knowing
0: you it's a fucking spreadsheet (laughs) of course i'm an accountant why
1: wouldn't i use what comes to me naturally (laughs) that's hysterical yeah
0: speaking of kids um are you gonna have any more so it's, it's funny
1: that you mentioned that, and, and there was a lead in there by you, but you actually, for no reason whatsoever, before the episode started, you just asked me, hey, did you ever get fixed? And I'm like, oh my God, it's really funny that you mentioned that, because tonight at dinner, my wife and I were talking about that. Ooh. So I have not, because I have still wanted more kids. And so I brought it up tonight at dinner. I mean, what better topic at dinner than talking oh, yeah. about getting your dick cut? Um I said to her, I said, look, I said, I'm thinking about, um, getting a vasectomy. I said, because I said, you know, I still want kids. And I was like, that's really kind of the only way I'll accept that we're probably not going to have kids anymore. Right. So we started talking about it and then I, like, she's like, well, you should talk to, cause I'm like, I don't know what the benefits are of it. Like, I don't know if your testosterone goes up, your testosterone goes down all of a sudden,
0: if you could fuck
1: 10 minutes before, now all of a sudden you're fucking for 40 minutes. I, I have no idea if there's any of those type benefits.
0: There's there's no benefits other than you don't get pregnant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which should be enough on its own, right? Right. You would think um so um
1: so she's like, Oh, you should like kind of poll your friends on what benefits they felt. The other problem is my wife takes birth control, but really for the hormonal Yeah, benefit it regulates of it, your, your yes, cycle. exactly. Yeah. Um, to keep everything kind of stable and sure, yeah. your, all that kind of stuff. So she's like, I'm not going to stop that anyway. So I'm like, well, then why really do it? Uh, there's, so you're saying there's no benefit. Would you have had this procedure done?
0: Um, I have had this procedure done. I knew that. Um, letting you benefits... have an option of whether or not
1: you want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I was there when they did it.
1: Glorious. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding my balls for the doctor. Yeah. And, um, and then we went to the doctor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, At the time, the reason why I did it was because uh, my ex-wife was going to get something similar done. Uh, the female version of it, right? Right. And I had done a little bit of research and that surgery is 10 times more risky than cutting basically two veins in, between your balls and your and your your shaft so mm-hmm. to speak without getting too graphic <laughs> kidding we got graphic already <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm like look i don't feel really good about the that surgery so why don't i just get it done um and you know we'll call it a day so went at the consults they explain the procedure it's literally like it could have been done in the back of a truck like well, that's that's never
1: good <laughs> you
0: go to the office they give you like a prescription for Valium you take like a half of Valium beforehand just to kind of calm you down you go I don't in want to there get poked in the eye when they're doing it's that. literally outpatient out outpatient surgery I mean you go in there I sat down on the thing the dude pulled my pants down, and he said, "So what do you do for work?" <laughs> and I was on Valium, so I'm like, hmm, "Let me think about this. Well, how do I explain my job? My job is pretty. It's not. It's not like I, I. I'm an accountant, right? I can't just say I'm an accountant. Well, I manage web. And he's like, "Oh, that's that's all right. We're done." Uh-huh. Literally, like he was like, "I don't. I don't care what you do. I just wanted you to talk while I was fixing things up." Okay. He's like, "You're and done. This was, You can and go. This was
1: at your dentist. <laughs> just- <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, so I mean, it was it was like a fifteen minute procedure, and because of the volume, I couldn't even answer the question because I was just kind of it was hard for me to like pull my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he finished before I could even really kind of explain what it is. And then he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I really don't care what you do. We're done. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> you can go now." It's
1: fucking weird. It is.
0: Uh, didn't I, I hardly felt a thing? Uh, I, I, it was, and I was like, when we were done, and I'm like, "Damn, like that was such a non-issue." Like. Had I would have known that, you know, and we'd already decided years ago we weren't going to have any more kids, I would have done it then. So the next day I'm at work and I'm like, guys, you got to go get a vasectomy, man. It's like the <laughs> easiest thing ever. So one of my coworkers is like, really? And so he's asking me all these questions about it. And I'm like, dude, it was 15 minutes. It was like no big deal whatsoever. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to do it. It Couple- was. Was
1: there ever, hold on, was there ever a point during that day that you thought, Hey, maybe the volume hasn't worn off yet (laughs) that you're just telling everybody in the office to go get their dicks cut.
0: I was just so shocked at how easy it was and how pain free it was. Right. So I, I tell him and he's like, all right, I'm going to go do it. So he gets the consult and he's like, all right, yeah, we're doing this. So like two weeks later, it's like, you know, on a Monday he comes into work, he goes, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you lied to me. He's like, I've been in pain all fucking weekend. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I yeah. didn't have Who that do same know? experience, dude. People have different reactions, it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Apparently, I have a high pain threshold because what? he was fucking pissed. He's like, I've been in pain for three days.
1: Well, one of my cousins did it, and we went over the, I guess it was kind of the night that he had did it. And we didn't know at the time that he had done it. And he was like, he was like asking his wife to get him a bag of ice. I'm like, why don't you go get your own fucking bag of ice? Like, why are you asking her to get it? (laughs) And it was like kind of a little bit. She's like, oh, no, no, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. So there was like that little bit of awkwardness for a Mm -hmm. minute. And then he's like, oh, the reason why she's getting me ice is... I was like, oh, "Oh, snap. So what about... So look, I um, we have a friend who we were with recently who has been single for a while now, and he's enjoying the whole... Atmosphere of being single, which includes, you know, the everything that goes along with being a teenager now, basically sharing photos and things like that. So every once in a while, like if he had broken up with somebody, he would have some of his photos and I'd be like, oh, let me see him. So as we're going through them, it's like, girl, 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 his dick. (laughs) I'm like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. He's like, I should have told you that one was in there. (laughs) So um, my question is, and then you might not, you might not want to answer this. This goes back to your asking too much questions, um, giving too much info. Is there any problem with them cutting it if you're a grower, not a shower, with getting in there?
0: <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking answer that question. There's, there's, there's no, there, there's no problem. There's, 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 there's none. Just curious. Hey. <laughs> I'm so disturbed by that line <laughs> of questioning. I don't even know where to go from here.
1: So, as that would uh as this surgery would be the end of your sperm life cycle, how about the beginning, the introduction? So, the reason I ask is, you know, my kid's almost 13. I'm kind of starting to get to the point where I'm waiting to see you know, maybe like, hey, why are your socks wet? <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> jerking open if his he's sock. he's 13,
0: or... you're a couple of years too late. Oh, maybe. Um,
1: And, you know, things like that. And what's this magazine here? And why are you searching that uh, website? The so 13 uh, start, might have been so good for
0: searching. you and I who had to find magazines or find a, a VHS tape in mm-hmm. order to see porn. With the access that kids have at it today, you're looking at. Nine, ten years old, yeah, because... especially if he scrolls through my history
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I remember as a kid, right, there was my dad was actually getting Playboy in the mail, and I For the and articles it, of course, it, yeah, the articles, the big, round, potentially augmented article, um, <laughs> and I remember like they used to come discreetly as they that's the thing you always hear about, like you know, they're mm-hmm. not sending you a uh, fucking clear plastic cover of Playboy through right. the mail. And he had them in a drawer, and I remember stumbling across them. And did your mom know that he had them? Um, I, you know what? Based on them being like buried the way they were, I don't, I don't actually know. Um,
0: did he that get the mail every a, day? Uh, I, I don't know who got the
1: mail. My mom didn't get the mail. I'm not your thing?
0: your childhood if I keep asking questions. <laughs> kind of. Um,
1: Uh, and I, unfortunately I can't even go ask my mom if she remembers. I probably would uh, ask her now, do you remember dad's playboys? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's when I like first discovered them and it was fine. I remember I took one or two and I was showing them to a couple friends of mine. And one of my friends, the artist, he had an older brother and he was like, uh, those are kind of nothing. He's like, let me show you the, and they were not even like hustler, right? Which was supposedly the more raunchy one at the time. But they were ones, and I remember because the name is so fucked up for what it is. It was called Puritan, and it was like I don't remember that full hard on fucking shots through the whole magazine. Like that was the whole thing. Like the camera was like where this microphone is for me, like almost in the guy's eye, (laughs) like that kind of thing when they were doing them. So that was like kind of my first introduction to them, and then I've just gone from there. I've become more of more of a derelict. But do you remember what your Introduction was?
0: Yes. Um, So a friend of mine who I went to school with, and I won't say his name just in case he's listening. He had found one in a trash can with one of his friends. And he's like, hey, we hit it at such and such a place. And that place was like two miles away from our house.
1: They buried it like the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it was it's under like a some, tree, under a rock like, that has no reason for being there. Yeah,
0: it was. <laughs> it was totally that that type of thing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, and I had never seen one before. I'm like, well, let's go get it. And He's like, well, it's a bit. It's it's a ways away. I'm like, I don't care. Like, and we we you know we walked for like what seemed like forever to find this place, and then and it, it was I remember it being majorly disappointing after like walking two miles to go see this stupid thing.
1: So. Um, a couple of things. I want to go backwards a little bit. A week or two ago, you told a story about the lady downstairs from you mm-hmm. who used to have a mirror up yep. and w- you told a story about whoever happened with the person. I don't think I was there for that one, but I started thinking about it. I actually remember that lady and that, um, mirror. So she mm-hmm. did it more than once. Um, because if you remember the way your steps went, I think it was their kitchen was on the right window, but yeah, the, living, the room living room was on the, left, on the left window. Left. Yep. So you could basically, once you got up to your stoop, you could see into there. And yeah. I actually remember seeing that quite a few times
0: yeah.
1: after you mentioned it. And I thought, I just thought about it randomly in the car the other day. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't fucking mention this to Dave when we were talking about it. That's funny. Um, so yeah, so it's pretty funny that I, I actually remember that lady as well. So what, well, I guess why we're on the subject of dicks. Um,
0: were we talking about dicks? I don't think we were talking about eh, dicks. Well,
1: you got the vast deference, your intro to to uh, sex, cum, all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know what a gooey duck is?
0: A gooey duck? Yes. I have no clue. Alright. So,
1: <laughs> you should Google it while we're talking. I'll spell it out for you. It's G-E-O D-U-C-K, one word. Okay, gooey that's duck. a duck. No, it's It's pronounced gooey duck. So it is a clam, in the clam family, I believe, because it comes in a clam shell. And it has basically a neck on it that is like the...
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. It looks like... Pussy Vibrator 2000. Yeah. No, it looks like a horse penis. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a horse penis coming out of a shell. So... So how do they taste?
1: (laughs) I've actually (laughs) tried it. I know uh, you ironically.
0: have. You wouldn't bring it up um, if you haven't.
1: <laughs> they, uh, they tasted fine. It's fucking expensive, though. Those things were like 200 bucks for really? one of those for them to shishimmy it. They don't even cook it.
0: Really? So, so it's raw?
1: Yeah. I came across that again the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about this thing in years. God, I but wish for we were still people still the
0: video so I can post pictures of it. <laughs> people who's listening, this is one of those
1: nature's fucked up, man. I'm telling you. Look up Gooey Duck. G E O D U C K gooey duck it's It's in the clam family
0: but yeah it does say it's pronounced gooey duck
1: yeah it's as if a clam fucked a horse
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah jesus that's pretty freaking startling yes great now it's in my history now the algorithm's got a hold of me next up you're gonna get horse dicks and donkey dicks um oh
1: man so how have your travels been recently
0: Oh Jesus Christ! Um I don't even fucking know where to start. Uh, so the wife and I got a wild hair. We've been thinking about this for a while, but um but we finally had the funds to go do it. We decided to sell the r v because it's been nothing but fucking trouble since we got it, and um, take the money and put it as a down payment on a summer home. So we went to Denver this weekend and spent three days looking at all the condos available in the Denver area and uh, and actually put an offer on one and it was accepted. So um, nice. it's only been about two days, but yeah, so still a long ways to go. It doesn't close until the end of this month, but with any luck, knock on wood, we will be uh, owners of a shiny new condo in Denver and for the next foreseeable future, I will be spending my summers there because I'm so fucking done with Arizona's heat. So
1: when you picked the town you wanted to live in and you went and looked only at ones within that town, did you expand? What did you do?
0: No, so, um, I'm not going to, we have a town that we absolutely fell in love with. Um, and I'm not going to talk about it because it's, it's really a fucking hidden gem and it's, it's everything that we've wanted in, um, if if i was going to ever build a forever home that's where i would build it all right okay. um it happens to be very expensive like six to, you know like almost seven figure expensive for a decent sized house there so i'm not ready to shell out that amount of cash so what we figured we would do is get a summer home there um real estate is as you know is going absolutely yeah, bonkers you- right now if it continues to go the way that it's going, um, I want to, I want to have, you know, equity in, in more than one house. So, I mean, our home in Arizona has, has like gone up ridiculous amount of money. And if I can have a couple of those all appreciating at the same time, um, I'll be fine in retirement when I'm ready to go actually you know, coin up and buy a a nice house in this, you know, this town that we want to live in. So we said, you know, what's the next best thing? Let's get something in the Denver area. It gets us to Colorado. It gets us out of the miserable 115 degree, you know, heat days in from June through September in Arizona. It gives us all the things that we want um, with, you know, without spending, you know, that much money. So, um, so yeah, so the, the plan was, you know, let's take the RV and let's go, you know, explore the country. And then the RV turned out to be a fucking money pit. So, um, you know, it's that was just like, a, you know what? Screw this. Let's just buy real estate. It's always going to go up. It may drop. The market may crash, but it's always going to go back up at some point in the future. The market yeah. never stays down.
1: You just have even with the stock market, you just have to hope that you're not one of those people who are like. Two years away from retirement when those kind of bubbles happen
0: yeah of course yeah, yeah I mean, you know i know a guy down. who
1: retired three different times because the market kept crashing when he was getting near retirement
0: and he was like yeah i gotta stay longer like yeah so. yeah it sucks so um real estate yeah real estate's just a good investment like i said it, it goes up and down but it never stays down it always it always appreciates over time so um i, I just don't think you could really really do wrong unless you buy at the height of the market
1: yeah but even then like in 2007 when we bought our old house we bought it at the probably the higher end of the market we got sure. lucky too that we was bought right the when model
0: crash too yeah
1: we we bought the model so we offer and the guy wanted to get it off his books, so we paid like 10 percent less than everybody else who bought their houses off him right. because he's like i just want to get fucking rid of this so we got lucky there that saved us some money but yeah The market crashed, honestly, fucking like a month after we bought the old house, and it never recovered. Even through when we sold it, it just never recovered. Now, we've been in our house for a year and a half, and Amazon built a a plant not too far from us. The the houses we built are some of the newer houses in this area, Mm -hmm. really close to that. One of my neighbors I was talking to has gotten a call from somebody that said, we see online what you paid for your house. We're willing to offer you seventy five thousand dollars more mm. to buy the house. side unseen because we know it's a brand new house, so like you couldn't really have shit the bed in a year right so it's crazy like the the difference between you know when we sold our house a couple years ago where I think I had to give the guy a hand job to buy it <laughs> versus now when it's like you can make any fucking demands you want um yeah. it,
0: it will I mean let's be realistic, it's not gonna stay this way. Um, the market's really hot right now. It's gonna go down, but it, it'll yeah. it'll level off, and then it'll get realistic again, and then it'll go back up. It just so happens that the the market for single family homes right now is blown up. The market for condos um, isn't quite as crazy. <clears throat> so, for example, we were able to to put in a bid for lower than the asking price, and, oh, and nice. after a few rounds of back and forth, they eventually caved. Um, so, but but. If I look at the same, like, if you look at the same condo a year ago, it was worth a hundred thousand less. So in a year, the the condo market's still good. Right. It's just not as competitive as the single family home market right, right now, which is absolutely nuts.
1: Right. So instead of the guy getting 110 he more than he wanted, he got, oh, then he paid, he got a hundred more type thing. No, yeah. Right. So, Fair I mean,
0: enough. there's, there's a little bit more wiggle room. Not only that. Um, my wife and I are fairly handy. So, um, you know, we're, we've got plans to increase the value like on day one. And the cool thing is I I knew what the house was worth. I mean, there's just so many tools out there now, you know, what the, what, what the market value of it is. And we're paying much less than the market value, so there's instant equity. On you know the minute you sign on the dotted line, there's equity, and then right. we're going to dump some money into it, fix it up, and then you know it could, when we're not there, maybe Airbnb it. So um, you know it it'll probably pay for itself over time.
1: This is very eerily sounding, exactly like the camper van, which I never got to use because it didn't work at <laughs> the RV. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Well, homes are a little bit more sturdy than 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 cars are. The uh, RVs, I mean, the vehicles themselves are are rock solid, but the homes that they build on top of these Ford Econoline vans are fucking basically paper mache And if you think about it, you're driving your home, right? And just driving down the freeway is the equivalent of an earthquake for your home, All right. Okay. So imagine driving it 8,000 miles, which is about how much we put on this thing while we had it. So it's literally shaking 90 percent of the time that it's in existence um i don't know any house that could withstand that amount of vibrations but more importantly when we were um when we were renting it out people just don't take care of your shit the way you take care of your shit oh yeah you know what sure. i mean it's we talked about this before it's the rental car thing like you get a yeah. rental car you're like oh i'm gonna redline this shit as soon as i get out of the parking lot right yeah <laughs> it's it's I am, the same I'm thing i'm mario andretti with a fucking rental car fuck I know. that so it's the same thing. So of course, you know, we rent it out, and you know, we get it back, and it's got some issues, and we take it in, and they fix it because it's under warranty. And then you're just like, all right, well, it's spending more time getting fixed than it is actually out being used and rented. So I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm not. I'll. I'll. I'll I won't take a bath on it. I'll probably break even on it. Uh, well, actually, you know what? We made some money on it because. Most of the months we had it, the the more the the loan for it was paid for by the people that were renting it, so for the most part we got to use it almost for free. But you know, just just getting it off my hands is going to be a a weight off my shoulders.
1: Yeah. Well, I look forward to finding an excuse why I can't use it next year when we ask when it comes to the apartment. Well, next year (laughs) the condo.
0: Oh, the apartment will be fine. The apartment, yeah. Um.
1: So as you look to get another apartment slash house in a different state granted um how's other things going with apartments
0: like uh (laughs) Uh, what what are you getting to michael are you referring to my dad's situation maybe
1: i I I don't know how much you want to talk about it so i'm i'm kind of beating around the bush to get to the point where you talk about it
0: um i I, that's uh, the only reason we haven't talked about it is because i could have sworn we talked about it in in another episode and I, i hate rehashing We've done it a couple times where we've talked about something that we had talked about in a prior episode. And I know not everybody listens to every episode, but people that do are going to get annoyed if we keep bringing up the same old shit.
1: Right. So I will just comment that um, being the child of a man with Alzheimer's, um, that's not a good sign that you can't remember whether
0: we talked about it or not. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Also being the child of a woman with Alzheimer's, you and I are not the best judge of character here. That is true. <laughs> we are not the yeah. barometer. That is true. All right. Uh, so my dad got evicted from his apartment. Um, he, uh, he had one too many disturbances amongst the neighbors. Um, it's not an eviction per se. It's they, they it, his, his lease is actually up and they're like yeah we're not renewing it like we're not allowing you to renew it we're raising the rent 200% like you know wh- whatever we need to do legally right. to get you to not sign a new lease we're doing it and i'm like look i get it he's he's definitely a handful right now um but more importantly is i finally i mean we, this was this was kind of what we needed so i took the letter and i took the information from the apartment community and took it to the you know the veterans affairs office and the powers that be and said, look, he's going to be homeless in 30 days. Okay. That's it. He's, he's going to be homeless. He has nowhere to stay. Um, he can't stay anywhere else. We need your help to find him a place or you're going to have a veteran homeless in Arizona. Right. And so they immediately jumped in and helped us get him a, uh, a group home where he's going to be staying at starting next week. Actually, we're moving him in. That's so, great. So um, I'm pretty excited for that. Not only that, it's better for him. He doesn't see it this way right now, but there's 24 hour care. Um, There's a cook that cooks, you know, three square meals a day. They've got activities, things to do. There's people to talk to. Right now, he's literally sitting in a room by himself with nothing to do. And he thinks like that's normal, but I'm like, that's this is so not good for you. You need to be around other people. I work 15 hours a day, like, I can't. I can't be there for you. You need to be around other people. So um, so yeah, I'm actually very excited. I think it's the best thing for him. It's also going to give me a little bit of sanity back because the last three or four weeks with him have been really, really tough because he's had some yeah. pretty, pretty bad episodes.
1: And that's the same with my mom being in the, the nursing home, the assisted living. It's my dad could not do it. And he's constantly reaching out to me at all these odd times. And look, I go, I drop whatever I'm doing, but it's difficult, right? Like, I, I always tell him, he'll call me in the middle of the day and be like, I need you to look up this for me now. And I'm like, "I, you know I got a job, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I, got, I put people on fucking hold because he never calls. But I'm like, I didn't know if your fucking place was burning down. You got in a car accident. You had a heart attack. Right. And you just want me to look up this one thing. Like, I'll get back to you later. So, look, I, I experienced it with my dad, with my mom having been sick too, before she went into the nursing home. So, look, I get it. So, you know how um, I think it's, um, and apologize for if I bastardize any of these religions. I think Jewish people step on a glass when they get married, right? And they yell mazel tov. Um, uh, Greek people smash plates.
0: Maybe I think they yell
1: whoop, whoop, right? In the spirit of how the last year has been, should you and I break a TV and yell hurrah, hurrah?
0: (laughs) My dad's broken five of them. I think we're covered.
1: Like right, just check.
0: yeah um,
1: have uh, so I, I, one of the other things you had mentioned was, have you started doing your dad's laundry
0: um look, he I mean, he can't even write his name anymore, so um doing doing his own laundry is is beyond his uh his capabilities. so before we move him into this new place i don't want him to go over there with a suitcase full of dirty laundry so right. yeah so we we took all of basically everything he has and we're doing it well i sh- i say we my wife is doing his laundry as you and i are here talking on the microphones
1: <laughs> and so she's doing it because you told her this is a woman's job <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, no, that's
0: <laughs> just kidding just else. kidding ladies just <laughs> kidding. And we
1: actually have a lot of ladies who listen i'm totally kidding <laughs> we know that your job is to cook and clean.
0: Yeah, at some one episode we need to talk about the uh, the analytics behind this show because it skews young and female, and I don't fucking understand it. Yeah, me either. I but thought can... I literally thought it would be you and me, and it'd be all of our friends and cousins and relatives listening. Like I just yeah. didn't expect the type of people that are listening to the show. Assuming the the analytics are correct it just blows my fucking mind
1: and we thank you for that listeners and we all share
0: with your friends yes um do you think maybe it's time for the bum 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 urban dictionary word or words of the day the week sure shoot them the week all right hold on i have to fucking find them because i hid them on my screen and now i can't find them (laughs)
1: Oh, it's fucking big built up to uh, excuse me a <laughs> buffering, buffering.
0: I can, I can edit buffering. this out. I can edit yeah. it out.
1: So while you're looking for the words, I want to tell a quick story about a plumber. First of all, I should have been a fucking plumber because that guy makes more an hour than I do. <laughs> we had a plumber come over and do something. He he changed the pressure in the house. He increased it from 60 to 80 or 50 to 70, whatever. He He did plumber things. I don't know. So- as part of that, though, when the pressure first goes up, I guess it kind of really puts a lot of pressure on the pipes and, and dislodges any kind of shit that has built up over the last year and a half or so. And fuck if you have an older house, because you could get like, you know, raccoons coming through your pipes at that point. So it clogged one of the sinks in my house. And it's just it hasn't worked since that day. And I've been calling, been trying to get him to come here, trying to get him to come here. And this is really just me venting for a minute while you were looking for the things. <laughs> I call him the other day and it was, we've had biblical rain a couple of times over the last week or two because of all the hurricanes, tropical storms that have been coming through New York. Mm-hmm. You know, today we had so much rain that basically three times in the last hour and a half before we recorded, we got major flood warnings in effect, major flood warnings in effect. So I call him on the weekend And look, I get that if he had to come, it was going to be more. It's an emergency visit, shit like that. But I'm like, there's water coming through one of my fucking lights in the basement. Jesus. So he's like, look, I'm away. I'm sorry. I'll be there first thing on Monday. And he asked me some questions. And I'm like, look, it's not a flood. It comes in spurts. We got a little bucket under it. Like, no big deal. It has since stopped um, and... He he never showed up. So here's the thing that drives me crazy about people who work by the hour. Whatever you do, I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if you're a pilot or if you're a plumber or you're digging ditches or you're the manager of a convenience store. Anybody who works and gets paid hourly, I can't get the guy to come here. I'm willing to pay him for the hours that he needs to be here. So finally I gave up. I called a new plumber. Yeah. So he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. All right, sorry. That was my filibustering on plumbers while you were looking. Can you do that for 17 hours? Is one of the words plumber?
0: (laughs) It is not. All right. The theme for today's two words is redneck. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Michael, have you ever heard of a Mississippi birdbath? (laughs) Um,
1: No, I haven't. But I'm going to guess... And they're all sexual positions, right? They're not just Oh, yeah. Well, this is urban dictionary, of course. Um, I'm going to guess it has something to do with getting blown while sitting in a fountain.
0: Okay. Not too far off. Maybe. A Mississippi birdbath is filling a southern girl's mouth with Kool-Aid, making her get on her knees with her mouth open while you dip your balls in it.
1: How was I not that far off? I was completely (laughs) off.
0: Well, you had her, like, you know, had to do with... uh you
1: know. Yeah, I had a man and a woman in mind. That's about it. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, then, have you heard of a Kentucky Klondike bar?
1: Oh, this is going to have to do with shit. I'm telling you, this is going to have to do with shit. Um, it's when you jizz on a girl and then you shit on top of it. <laughs> Close. It, like, it
0: has to do with shit. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> a Kentucky Klondike bar is the act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. That, that has to be up there with one of the more
1: (laughs) disgusting. Who thinks of this shit? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm more worried about the people who do it versus the person who <laughs> thought it up.
0: Come on. I don't. Right? That's never been done before. I. I don't think anyone is that fucked up that they've actually done that. But the fact that somebody sat there and thought of it enough to write it, because I think Urban Dictionary, you can like make submissions. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that it's. Uh, it's a group of people that are like, what's the most fucked up thing you can think of? Let's submit it to Urban Dictionary. Okay.
1: So you don't think that has been done? I, and I'm pretty I sure don't. I've told this story before. When my wife first got to the US, we were in the village in New York City, and there was at that time was a lot seedier. And I'm like, anything you can think of, you can go into this store right now and get a video on it. Anything. But lambs shitting on women. Uh, you know, men slapping horses' dicks, like anything you could fucking think of, you go in that store, they're gonna have it. Um, those are not two actual things that I've uh I've looked for. So my question is And this is the perfect thing to end on. If they can do two girls, one cup, nothing is off the table. (laughs) And if you don't know what that is, select private filter, Google it, and enjoy. And by enjoy, I mean you will be fucking scarred.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All All right. right. Let's end on that note.
1: So with that... This Klondike Bar is out. I'm Michael Carter.
0: And I'm David Michael.
1: And we are Ridiculously, ridiculously. Bored.
0: <laughs> All I did was find out.